And today, 222 have shaped by the word. Uh, we're in our third season together, the story of the prophets. We've been for a while now on the prophet uh, Jeremiah. And um, as you look at Jeremiah, you know, Jeremiah uh, is pronouncing judgment on Israel for her unfaithfulness to God and the fact that her character is looking more and more like the nations around her than they are, uh, than they look like, you know, the God who has called them, you know, to love him with all their heart, to love their neighbor and themselves, to care for the weak and the poor and disfranchised so that there need not even be any poor among them, and yet they become arrogant they've turned in on themselves they've taken advantage you know of the poor uh they've they've worshiped idols they're still going to the temple but they're just kind of going through the motions and uh, they failed to be the people that you know god has called them to be so you see a rhythm of judgment and hope uh, you know, god pronouncing judgment on the attitudes and the heart character of his people that is far from him who he is could possibly be to the hope he gives them. And of course, Jeremiah has even offered us the future hope, you know, of his spirit being poured out on us, which will radically change our heart and and change our character. And and so we move from those to, you know, the judgment uh, on the nations. And we continue to see how the character of Israel has taken on the character of the nations around them and how, uh, the judgment they deserve is certainly a judgment that Israel deserves as well. So as we finish out, you know, chapter 49, we have, a, you know, three more groups, you know, that God has pronounced judgment on. Eventually, all this is leading up to his final judgment on Babylon, who is, you know, the, the one who is the world power right now, who God is using as an instrument of judgment, but he will humble her as well. So uh, for today, we'll finish out, you know, chapter 49 and uh, start in verse you know, 23. So, David, before we read, why don't you lift us up? Yeah, let's pray. And Father, as we come to your word, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the scriptures you've given us to reveal your heart, your character, as they tell the story of your redemption and your great love um, for the nations. And so, Father, may we behold your word. May it do a work in us, um, convict us, encourage us, and above all, may you point us towards Christ. We pray this all in his name. Amen. And Jeremiah 49, verse 23, concerning Damascus, Hamath, and Arphad are dismayed, for they have heard bad news. They're disheartened, troubled like the restless sea. Damascus has become feeble. She has turned to flee, and panic has gripped her. Anguish and pain have seized her, pain like that of a woman in labor. Why has the city of renown not been, uh, not been abandoned, the town in which I delight? Surely her young men will fall in the streets. All her soldiers will be silenced in that day, declares the Lord Almighty. I'll set fire to the walls of Damascus. It will be consumed uh, to the fortress of Ben-Hadad. Concerning Keter and the kingdom of Zahazar, which Nebuchadnezzar, the king of Babylon, attacked, this is what the Lord says. Arise and attack Keter and destroy the people of the east. Their tents and their flocks will be taken. Their shelters will be carried off with all their goods and camels. People will uh, shout to them, terror on every side. Flee quickly. Stay in the deep caves, you who live in Hazor, declares the Lord. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, has plotted against you. He's devised a plan against you. Arise and attack a nation at ease, which lives in confidence, declares the Lord. A nation that has neither gates nor bars, its people live far from danger. Their camels will become plunder, and their large herds will be spoils of war. I will scatter to the winds those who are in distant places, and will bring disaster on them from every side, declares the Lord. Hazer will become a haunt of jackals, a desolate place forever. No one will live there. No people will dwell in it. 
This is the word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah the prophet concerning Elam, early in the reign of Zedekiah king of Judah. And this is what the Lord Almighty says. See, I will break the bow of Elam, the mainstay of her might. I'll bring against Elam the four winds from the four quarters of heaven. I'll scatter them to the four winds, and there will be there will not be a nation where Elam's exiles do not go. I will shatter Elam before their foes, before those who want to kill them. I'll bring disaster on them, even my fierce anger declares the Lord. I'll pursue them with a sword until I have made an end of them. I will set my throne in Elam and destroy her kings and officials, declares the Lord. Yet I will restore the fortunes of Elam in the days to come, declares the Lord. And even though we've been in a passage of judgment, we get to end. Uh, once again, with the refrain of hope that we've heard for the fourth time this week, yet I'll restore the fortunes of Elam in the days to come, declares the Lord. And God's desire is not only to judge the nations and hold them in account, but to restore all things to himself. And you love that you know, beautiful little phrase in 2 Corinthians 5 where God was in Christ reconciling all people to himself, not holding their sins against them. And, and of course, this is what it looks like to fall under the judgment of God yeah. and the uh, the cross and the resurrection and the reign of Christ is what it looks to know the grace of God and, and to have our sins judged in him. And what a we good judgment. Yes. <laughs> so many good night. You know, so many nations and um, just remind, I mean, it's so easy to read these things and, and think, you know, that we're exempt from it, you know, or just to look at it like, well, you know, I don't trust in these things. I'm not wicked. I'm not like these other nations. And, and to miss the, this judgment right here that's being cast down, you know, is, is meant to lead us to Christ and to see the judgment that really should be on us, but has been taken on him. And we've talked about that several times this week. But just those images, I mean, the prophets have a way of using those images to capture just how graphic, not not just the judgment of God is, or the destruction is going to come, but how graphic our sin is that deserves that judgment. You know, so that's one of the things that stands out to me is, you know, I can't read this in good conscience and say, man, I'm so glad I'm, in, I'm exempt from all this because I'm a pretty good person. This ought to lead me into the mercy and grace of God and marvel more of what I've received in him. No, you have, um, of course, you, you, you even have in the middle of there, you know, a message you know, to Kedar and Hazar. Mm-hmm. And, and these are just little tribes that are kind of running around up, up, up in the north. And, and their confidence is, hey, we're, we're, you know, we're way far from Nobody, we're very mobile kind of people, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, who would ever want to, you know, track us down. But even their confidence and their, uh, you know, obscurity has, you know, brought about you new know, judgment. And the, the thing they have is they don't have a whole lot of, you know, gold and spices and, you know, things like that. But they do have, you know, camels and donkeys. And mm-hmm. those camels and donkeys are gone. You know, the very thing, you know, the very thing that they've, you know, that they've depended, you know, depended on. Uh, you know, Damascus, of course, uh, the capital of, you know, Aram and Syria. So this is the power that is going off the scene. And there's, you know, there's a beautiful, you know, capital they have. And they're saying, ah, nobody's going to mess with us. Yeah, Babylon's going to take you too. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you have, you know, when you move into uh, near Elam, you know, this is early in Zedekiah's reign, which is late in Israel's history. You know, Zedekiah will be the final king of, of Israel. And there's still a little hope that by alliances they're going to be okay, but they're about to be crushed. When well, Elam's and, on uh, the far side of Babylon. Yeah, too, absolutely. So, I mean, it's yeah. almost like, what? Where did they you know, come from? We, we've gone from near to far. Yeah. You know, is, yeah. is uh, 
um, as Israel, is, you know, as, as Jeremiah is pronouncing these prophecies, he's very close, and then he's he, he's finally moving out. He said, There's no one beyond the reach, you know, of Babylon, but even more importantly, there's no one beyond my reach. I'll call all nations into account. Yeah. And, and I'll restore. Restore. Yeah. yeah. That's w- one of the things that I love is, yes, God's judgment will go to the ends of the earth, if you will, and yet so will his restoration. Right. You know, he was able to say, I'll restore those who are near mm-hmm. and those who are far. And, I mean, we see that. I mean, if you go to the New Testament, and by the blood of Christ, he brought those who are far near, you know, and he is at work reconciling and restoring all things to himself in Christ. And, of course, we know how the story ends. Behold, there's a new heavens and a new earth, and the old order of things has, has passed away. And, uh, you know, even though uh, the judgment you know, is taking several paragraphs and, uh, you know, the most vivid, you know, vivid you know, poetry and lines and, and horrible images, uh, the word of hope is just one little sentence, but you don't need, you know, a glorified description of this hope. Uh, you know, to realize uh, how powerful the hope we have in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, Paul would you know, be able to say where sin had abound, grace did, uh, all the way, you know, it's in the original language, did hyperabound. Uh, in other words, God's grace is much bigger than judgment and his restoration is much bigger, you know, than these pictures of doom mm-hmm. that we see. Well, it's been a fun week, and we have uh, another week of judgment next week. Lying ahead, we'll conclude with a, the major power of Babylon, you know, who's on top of the world at this time. But God said, even I'll, I'll hold you in account. If I'm chasing down Bedouins and their camels, you know, you can also be sure uh, that I will, you know, as, as Mary came on the scene saying, depose the mighty from their throne and send the rich away empty, but fill the poor with good things. Heavenly Father, thank you for a week in your word. We thank you for uh, the vivid reminder of judgment, uh, of the judgment uh, that has fallen not on us but on Christ for those of us who are in Christ and of the reversal of fortune uh, that you've given us because we are in Christ. It's in your holy name we pray. Amen. Amen.